Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gigillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Welcome to Brain Stuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. There's a common consensus that changing the clocks back and forth twice a year is annoying. And the U.S. government decided to do something about it. On March 15th, the Senate unanimously passed a bill to make daylight savings time permanent across the country. As of this recording, the bill still needs to pass in the House of Representatives and be signed by President Joe Biden. While this would eliminate the irritating aspect of changing clocks back and forth, many scientists, public health experts, and members of the public are wondering whether it would be a good thing overall. And so today, let's look at the pros and cons. Okay, daylight savings time is the practice of advancing the clock one hour ahead of standard time in the spring and summer months so that people get to experience more daylight in the evenings during those months. In the United States, daylight savings time is observed between the second Sunday in March and the first Sunday in November. The policy seems simple. Most clocks are fairly easy to adjust, 
but our bodies are more complicated than most clocks. For the article this episode is based on, HowStuffWorks spoke with Dr. Elizabeth Clerman, a professor of neurology at Massachusetts General Hospital and Harvard Medical School. She explained that humans have three different clocks that our lives and bodies must adhere to. She said, One is local clock time, a social clock, what's on your watch, on your computer. The second is sun time, when the sun goes up and when the sun goes down. The third is biological time. It's what time of day your body clock thinks it is. Our bodies naturally follow sun time, not social time. And therefore, when we switch from standard time to daylight savings, we feel groggy and tired. The implementation of daylight savings every year is like waking up one time zone to the east. We feel jet-lagged. Clerman said, Daylight savings time shifts the social clock, but not the sun clock or the body clock. Statistics back up the problem of shifting between the two. A 2014 report on cardiovascular events found that the Monday following the shift to daylight savings is associated with a 24% increase in heart attacks. And a different study, spanning 30 years of Australian data, found that the rate of suicides in men with bipolar disorders increased in the weeks following daylight savings. Another study found that there are more workplace injuries and of a more severe nature on the Mondays following the daylight savings shift. And yet another noted that in the seven days following time changes, safety-related incidents increased by 4.2% in the spring and 8.8% in the fall. And another study showed that the risk of fatal car crashes increases by 6% in the days following daylight savings, though overall accidents during daylight savings time tend to decrease. The U.S. Department of Transportation cites three reasons for daylight savings time. Energy savings, prevention of traffic injuries and death, and crime reduction. All three have been studied before. In 2008, the Department of Energy found that the extra four weeks of daylight savings time, which were added in 2007, had saved 0.5% in total electricity per day. This might not seem like much, but the Department of Energy noted that this came out to a savings of, quote, 1.3 billion kilowatt hours, or the amount of electricity used by more than 100,000 households for an entire year. However, that number may be high. A 2017 review found the savings to be around 0.3%, though in the grand scheme, still not shabby. As far as traffic goes, some studies have cited fewer fatal car crashes during daylight savings because of the extra daylight during the evening rush hour. A 2017 study found an 8 to 11% drop in pedestrian-related crashes and a 6 to 10% drop in car crashes in the weeks following the implementation of daylight savings. Regarding crime, one study showed that robberies were reduced overall by 7% during daylight savings time and by a whopping 27% during the extra daylight in the evening. Businesses that operate outdoors may benefit from permanent daylight savings time. For example, farmers or lawn workers who start work at 8 a.m. benefit during daylight savings from the slightly cooler morning temperature of standard times 7 a.m. And tourists looking to get the most out of their days may be encouraged by that extra hour of evening sunlight, giving the travel industry a boost. But since the Senate passed that permanent daylight savings time bill, several groups have come out against it including the American Academy of Sleep Medicine, the National Safety Council, and the National Parent-Teacher Association. 
they say that permanent standard time is actually better for the body. Clerman would agree. In 2019, she co-authored a paper published in Frontiers in Physiology that laid out evidence of how daylight savings time harms our health. She said, The misconception people have is that there's more light. There's no more light, it's just shifted. If you're an evening person and there's more light at night, it will shift your body clock later. So it's going to make life worse for later people because they still have to wake up earlier for clock time. All those later people who like it are actually getting less sleep. The impacts aren't just happening in the week following the springtime change, either. Clerman said, It's about what's happening over the entire season. There's misalignment between the inner body clock and clock time because it's one time zone different. There's also insufficient sleep. Both of those have shown to have adverse effects on performance, cardiovascular disease, errors, and accidents. And in a statement in 2021, the board chair of the National Sleep Foundation, Dr. Rick Bogan, said, Switching to permanent standard time would better align our bodies to daily sunrise and sunset, which influences the natural sleep-wake cycles, also called circadian rhythm. He pointed to a poll showing that 70% of Americans don't think their sleep, routines, or moods are affected by time changes, though they are. He continued, We're seeing gaps between what the public thinks and both published research and real-world observations of the clock changes' effects on health. The change to permanent daylight savings time in the United States has been tried before, uh, the first time for several months during World War I. It was adopted again during World War II to conserve fuel and was officially known as wartime. When polled, only 17% of Americans wanted to stick with wartime once the war was over, so it was stopped in 1945. The third instance was during the energy crisis between 1974 and 1975. This time, it was abandoned because children were tragically hit by vehicles during the dark morning hours while waiting for the school bus. In some states, the sun didn't rise until 9 a.m. during daylight savings time. After nine months of permanent daylight savings, the government ended it. Where Americans stand on the issue today depends on which survey you look at. According to a 2021 Associated Press poll, only 25% of Americans liked to switch back and forth. 43% wanted permanent standard time, and 32% wanted permanent daylight savings. However, in a 2021 CBS News poll, the leading preference, 41%, was to switch, with permanent either coming in about equal. Today's episode is based on the article, Should the U.S. Move to Permanent Daylight Savings Time? on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Allison Troutner. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.